to get in your business it looks like we may not get to this message I don't want to get in your business I was reading through the book of Job and he went through so many you know the book of Job he went through so much and sometimes we don't realize that these people's names have meanings the name Job means repent. And the whole book of Job is about rethinking the way you perceive God. Job went through a whole lot of terrible things and his wife said to him, do you, do you still maintain your integrity. Why don't you curse God and die? And he said, the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I came into this world naked and I'm going out naked, but he's still worthy to be praised. And if you're here, and, and, like, and like this scripture says, you, you, you've been kind of murmuring. And in your heart, you've you kind of been charging God falsely. You, you're almost like saying, like the, the disciples in the middle of a storm, don't you even care? And yet God blows a fresh wind of hope just for you. But we can't, I'm just sensing from the Lord that we can't just like say, thank you, Lord, and act like we didn't say what we said. We didn't do what we do. I did. And so if you're here and you, you've had some, you know, look, I, truly I understand that you, you've gone through some tough, some tough sledding, some deep waters, and, and, and you had some perceptions of God, and, 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 and you say, God, you know, I, I really need to repent about how I thought about you because irregardless of where I am, you're still good. And what I want you to do, if that's you, I, I want you to come to this altar. And it's just as a way of saying, God, I'm changing my perspective about you. 
because Romans 8 verse 28 is still correct. And we misquote it. It doesn't say all things work together for good. It says, and we know. So no matter what I'm going through, no matter how painful it is, God does not lose his goodness because my situation is not good. I'm not saying you shouldn't cry. I'm certainly not saying you shouldn't weep or feel brokenhearted. But the last thing we want to do is charge God with not being good. And so if that's you, I want you to come up to the altar and we just want to pray over you and just want to see the Father just minister to you and release and release. So what the enemy would try to do sometimes is he, he would try to get us to to go back to God and not really, again, repent. And this repentance is not an evil word. It's a good word. The first words Jesus said when he preached, Matthew 4, 17, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at, is at hand. What he's really saying is that I need you to change the way you think because your breakthrough is within your reach. But if you don't change the way you think, you have no idea what I'm doing. And for some of you, I really see a Joseph anointing where you're going to realize that that which was meant for evil, God is making it good because he was with you all the time. Where was the father when you were going through all that you were going through? He was right next to you. He never left you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm going to ask some of the elders, and some of the prophetic prayer team, do you know who you are? What I want you to do is I want you to come and pray behind these individuals. Don't, don't pray in their ear, okay? I just want you to intercede for them because what they need is to hear from the Father, okay? But you will intercede, just intercede for them so that, so that they can hear. They need to hear the voice of God. They need to hear God speak to their hearts. So, you know, pray, pray quietly, pray in the Spirit, but allow them to hear God. The Holy Spirit wants to speak to them. And those of you who are in the pews, as the Holy Spirit speaking to you, maybe you feel like, wow, God speak to me. I need to come up. Come up. Feel free to come up. But if you don't need to come up, just point your hands in the direction of these individuals or just let's pray for these individuals. They need to know, they need to hear from the Father that He cares. 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 As horrendous as it is, as frustrating as it is, he cares. He cares. He sees the tears and it's all right to cry. It's all right to weep. But don't let the enemy poison your heart into thinking that God is not good.
is good. Father, he would interrupt a service just for you. You may be sitting in your pew right now and say, man, I should have gone up. Don't let the enemy hold you in your seat. This is for everybody who you really sense how God, there's some, there's some disappointment with you. There's some frustration with you. This is I'm not feeling cool about you, Lord. It's all right. He just wants you to be honest with him so he can minister to your heart. So he can minister to your heart. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. some more intercessors just to stand with these individuals and some other individuals who came up. Come on, Lorraine. Come on, Walter. Just stand behind some of these individuals again. Just, just, just intercede and pray for them. You want the Holy Spirit to speak to them. Pray them through. They need the Holy Spirit to speak to their hearts. Since the Lord is finished, you can you can return back to your seat. But if you feel like staying up, 
to stay up here. Just let the Lord minister to you. brokenness, you see the disappointment, you see the hurt, you see the struggle. And thank you, Lord, for seeing it. Father, you are accessing their hearts. They are not going to be the same they leave this room, they're not going to be the same. Because we are praying, we are believing you. Gonna let me down. You're 
There is a rest that is still waiting for the people of God. And he or she who has entered into God's rest will cease from doing their own works. This is a season where God is trying to get you to stop working, get me to stop working so that he can go to work. When Jesus says in Matthew chapter 11, come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy burden, he said, I will give you rest. I have good news for you. That word rest is the Greek word anaposis, from which we get our English word pause. And the word anaposis means, ana, A-N-A, means in the midst of. And so when God talks about rest, he says pause in the midst of. What does that mean? That means in the midst of your challenges, in the midst of your difficulties, in the midst of your just trying to make things worse or make things work rather. He is saying, press pause. This moment is a pause moment where we're just stopping the hustle and the bustle and the, the, the exertion of life and we're pausing in the presence of God where he can breathe new life into us. He is saying, 
rest. He is saying, rest. And as we discovered last week, that word rest, it means he wants you to take a respite. That word rest means recess, play. That word rest means recreation or recreation. God wants to download things into our hearts. That word rest means to respire, breathe again, breathe again, breathe again. What? Breathe in his presence. His presence is here. His anointing is here. His grace is here. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We're entering into a season where even the way we do church, God is going to press the pause button and say, stop. I want to speak to you. I want to move in a way that you're not used to. And I believe this is a season where God is saying, is it, is it okay for me to interrupt your program so that I can minister to people who really need me to speak to them right now? We have no idea what people are going through. But the Holy Spirit knows. Thank you, Jesus. For two minutes, could you just bow your heads right now and just reach your, reach your hand forward? And for two minutes, I want you to, if you could pray, you don't have to scream, but but pray using words. Pray out, pray a little louder. For these individuals that they receive what the Lord has for them. The last thing we want is people to come to church and go back home the same. We don't want them to just simply feel good or feel better. We want God to do something. Come on, let's pray right now. Father, we thank you, Lord, that they had the courage to come up and to say, God, I repent. I repent of how I thought about you. I repent of getting angry with you. And Lord, it's all right. You're actually saying, no, I understand how you feel. I understand that you're angry. I understand. I still love you. I'm not angry at you. But I don't want that attitude lingering in your heart that I am not a good God I am good and I am working out something even in the midst of this mess even in the midst of this frustration even in the midst of this great disappointment I'm at work and nothing and nobody can stop my plan for your life 
And I'm asking you not to empower your circumstance, to think that your circumstance is greater than I am. Repent simply means to change the way you think about me. I'm a good God. And I am, I am on your case. My hand has never left your situation. I have not taken a break. I am not on vacation. I am with you. And I am making sure that the enemy does not put more on you than you can handle. And I am strengthening you. Fear not, for I am with you. Don't be confused, for I am God. As the book of Isaiah says, I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will hold you up with the right hand of my righteousness. Therefore, chapter 26 of Isaiah you shall draw waters out of the wells of salvation. Verse 4, trust ye in the Lord forever. For in the Lord Jehovah, there is everlasting strength. I will strengthen you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And the Lord would also let you know there is no sin that you have done that his blood cannot cover. Stop beating up yourself. Stop making yourself judge, jury, and executioner. God is the judge and he is a merciful father. Don't believe the devil. His very name means slanderer. His very name means liar. And he is lying to you about yourself. He is lying to you about how God feels about you. He is a liar. God loves you. And there's nothing you can do about it. In fact, he loves you so much. David had a say in Psalm 63, because thy loving kindness is better than living, my lips will praise you. My lips will praise you. Your love to me is, is better than life itself. I praise you. I praise you.